Hello, 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 and welcome or welcome back. You are listening to Moving Into Light. I am Lisa Renee, and I'm so grateful to have you joining me on the journey. If you are new here, welcome and thank you so much for giving this podcast a listen. Know that this is my space as an intuitive healer, as a healing practitioner, and as a wellness consultant to offer you the tips and the tools and all of the things that I do to keep myself and my clients and my family healthy, happy, and whole. And it keeps us all moving into light and away from darkness. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. This is episode 106. I was guided to offer you today's message. Actually, I was guided to offer it to you about two weeks ago, but I've been traveling. I'll talk more about my travels in the south of France on another podcast. We had a very interesting Mary Magdalene story experience, and I'm not ready to go into it today because, as you know, I process, and I'm still processing. So that's what's to come. Maybe next week, maybe two weeks. We'll see how how the processing goes with that. But I want to dive into in today to a topic that really um, lights me up. It fuels me. It fills me up. It makes me just feel alive. And that is the idea or the act of channeling. And a lot of you may have misconstrued ideas of what channeling really is. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to dive into it today. And I want to share my tools and my way of doing it. You may have your own way of doing it. You may not believe in it. Whatever you have, whatever your thoughts are about channeling, they're fine. They're your thoughts. They're your beliefs. It's totally fine. For me, I can only offer you what I have come through and what I come to know as my own channeling, my own form. And so I wanted to share with you today how my process works and maybe some of these takeaways will work for you. You know, maybe some of the things that I share are falling on your ears at exactly the right moment for you to begin your own form of channeling. When I talk about channeling, please understand that I am connecting with a source, an energy, a frequency, a vibration. I call it divine wisdom. You might call it God. You might call it your spirit guides. You might call it um, higher knowledge. You might call it your subconscious. All of these things kind of get mixed in together. We have different sources from our information. But for me, when I am channeling, unless I am channeling a very specific entity or a specific set of guides, which I have done, I'm going to refer to my information coming in as coming from the source that I call divine wisdom. And that, to me, is a collective. It's a collective of my spirit guides entities, God, source energy, it all comes together in one knowing whisper. And that's what I call divine wisdom. And so take it for what you will. Take what you need, take what resonates, leave the rest. So I want to talk a little bit about my history with channeling. Um, And this information that I'm presenting today is going to be coming out in an ebook form on August 1st. So I'm sharing the information with you today just in a really short, abbreviated form so you get the idea. But the ebook will be available, so we'll talk more about that later. But I want to talk a little bit about how I started channeling. Um, Back in 2013, I had a spiritual teacher who I had a session with and she looked at me and she said, I see you sitting at a desk and behind you are these bookshelves and they're full of these binders. 
I don't know what's in those binders, but it's just full of notebooks and binders and all of this information. And I said, okay, thank you. Duly noted. I am recording today's podcast sitting at my desk and behind me are two huge bookshelves stocked full of journals and notebooks and binders of all the words that I have channeled since 2014, late 13, early 14. And the idea that I was to be a channeler of this divine wisdom was something that was set in me a long time ago. My soul knew that this was my journey. My soul knew that I was going to write. I can remember being about 9, 10, 11 years old, and t- and I had a, um, a dressing table, the white Jenny Lind furniture. I had a dressing table. Um, the, center con- the centerpiece opened up with a mirror so you could put your makeup on and get dressed. And I took everything off of that, and I turned it into my writer's desk. I had a typewriter. I had notebooks. I had pens, pencils, whiteout. And I, it was 1980. I was 10 years old. And I knew I was going to write something. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I was going to be a writer one day. And come to find out, there was truth in that. <laughs> I often say, think back to what you felt like you were going to do when you were, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth grade. What did you really want to do? What did your soul know that you may have forgotten? For me, it was I was going to be a writer. So anyway, this idea of writing has been with me for a very, very long time. And for me, channeling is just writing divine wisdom. For me, it's writing it down. For some people, it's they, they get the divine wisdom comes through and they speak it. For some people, they get the divine wisdom and then they act. There's action involved. For me, it's writing. And I love the written word. I love using a pen or a special pencil with a notebook, a journal, paper, The act of physically writing with my hand, forming the letters, is how I channel. So for me, typing doesn't cut it. I can't get on my computer and channel. I have to do writing. Um, I have gotten to where I'm a little more adaptable and a little more flexible in that. And there are times when I can type um, something written. But for the most part, I I still do writing. So um, anyway... Way back when my spiritual teacher looked at me and she told me about this vision, I said, okay, well, I'll take note of that and see where it goes. She also said, just buy a journal and just write down whatever comes to you. Click. That was my piece of divine inspiration. I went out that day and I bought a journal and a special pen. And I always have a special pen or pencil now that I love to use. And I just started doing that. I started writing down my thoughts, my things that inspired me. Um, things that I felt were important to remember. And then one day I remember sitting at my dining room table and I was writing something. And all of a sudden I felt the urge to write something completely different. And I thought, just write. I kept hearing, just write. And so I just allowed the words to flow. Like I allowed my pen to move almost on its, on its own. And it happened for about 20 minutes and I didn't move. I sat very still and I just allowed my eyes to follow the pen pen on the paper and follow the letters. I had no idea the words I was writing. I had no idea what I was talking about. I was just watching my pen write. Like it was an outside of my body experience. I was watching myself do something. Maybe you've had that experience. And all of a sudden I had the urge to take a deep breath in and release it all and let the pen sit on the table. And I knew it was done. And I closed my journal and I went and did other things. 
And later that day, I came back to it and I opened up and what I read was a divine message about love and all of creation and how we are all created in this image of divine love and we contain this divine wisdom. And from that point forward, I understood that I would be writing about divine wisdom or unconditional love or whatever came through, but I understood how the process worked. And so it became for me a practice, um, a practice that I can compare to yoga or to meditation. Some days it's easy and some days are much more enlightening. Um, and some days I struggle to allow my hand to write because I want to write my own thoughts. And sometimes I do that. Um, I will just allow myself to start writing what I feel I need to write. And eventually the divine wisdom comes through and I write what I need to write for my soul, for my journey. Um, but it is a practice and some days are much easier to channel. They're much more fluid. I'm much more tuned in. My vibration is high and the messages just flow through. And some days it's a struggle. If you are a devout workout enthusiast, you know that some days you can't wait to get your workout in. You can't wait to get to the gym or go to do Orange Theory or go to yoga or take your walk or go on your bike ride or whatever it is you do. And some days you wake up with that feeling going, oh, I just don't have it in me today, right? I just don't have it in me. And we all experience that exact thing, that exact piece of the practice, and so when I'm teaching my yoga classes, I remind my clients and my students, this is a practice. Some days it will be easy. Some days it will be as hard as hell, but you have to, you have to go through that to get to the good part. You get to the juicy part. You get to the, the wisdom. You get to the workout. You get to that serotonin level high, whatever it is. And so it's a practice. And so I say that because this is not always easy for me. Channeling is not always easy, but what I have found is it cannot be forced. It's one thing that cannot force. I cannot force myself to do it. I can force myself to sit down and to open my, my notebook, but I can't force myself to open to divine wisdom. I have to be in the space that allows that, right? Um, so for me, it's a ritual. It's a ritual of waking at dawn right before the sun rises, and my guides are very good at kind of giving me that nudge to make sure I get up. Um, but it's ritual. It's describing my ritual, it's describing, um, I'm describing to you my, my time. I like candles or incense. I use the same pencil or pen every day. I have this view. I have hot coffee. Usually I have my cat on my lap. My hot coffee is now decaf and half milk. But the, the ritual has changed a little bit. Um, but just getting prepared for the moment puts me into the mindset of I know what's coming. And that's how rituals work. The completing of the ritual really sets you up for a successful time. Um, sometimes the guides will come in specifically and I will know which guide I'm speaking with. Um, I will have a, a little vision or I will write a name or I will just get the feeling of that guide. Sometimes I know it's divine wisdom and I just leave it at that. And it's a topic. Maybe I'm thinking about a topic as I come to my table. Maybe my mind is pretty clear and blank and I'm just sitting and waiting to see what do I need to know today? And I ask that question a lot. What is it that I need to know today? What can you share with me that will affect me profoundly? And those are the kinds of questions that I start when I sit down to write. Why am I sharing this with you today? I believe there are many of you out here listening to this podcast who have the ability 
to be channelers of divine wisdom, to know that you have information that must come forward through you. But maybe you don't have a tool. Maybe you don't have a, a ritual yet. Maybe you haven't come across what works for you to be able to allow the information to flow. That's what this podcast is all about. What comes through is always what you need to know. And sometimes we just don't get it. We can't accommodate that information. We can't fully wrap our head around it. And so our guides or divine wisdom will offer us the message. They will offer us the information. And then it is up to us to raise our vibration, to adapt, to make sure that we understand it. Sometimes it comes through and it is simply a thought. And it's placed in front of us so that we can... Um, you know, gradually open up to it as we need to. And that's an important way to think about it. It really is. And so we don't always have to fully get what's coming through. We, we need to write it down. We need to put it on paper. But then if it doesn't make sense, we can come back to it. Okay. Um, so that's an easy part. Remember, too, that this is kind of like being in a semi-meditative state. We're allowing and we're allowing. In the beginning, for me, it felt like I was in a trance. It doesn't so much anymore, um, but it used to. And so I think the tools, the things that we use are important. Your medium, the way you do this will be for you. So maybe it's, um, you know, a favorite pen. Maybe it's a type of journal. Maybe it's um, college-ruled paper because you have really small handwriting and that feels good to you. Um, maybe it is typing for you. Maybe you can go into that frame of mind, that kind of trance-like state, that meditative state, and you can type. Whatever it is, it's important to create that sacred space. So I encourage you, if this is resonating with you today, I encourage you to create a sacred space. So maybe it's a, a corner of your desk. Maybe it's your dining room table. Maybe it's a, a chair on your back porch. Um, but create that space. Maybe you have um, some quiet meditation music. Maybe, you know, you light a candle, maybe it's incense, whatever it is for you. But there's routine and there's ritual in it. And it should really become part of your day, like brushing your teeth um, or, you know, your morning workout or whatever it is. If you are going to dive into something like opening space, holding space for channeling, then I encourage you to do it in a sacred space and do it as a ritual. So maybe it's the same time every day. There are ups and downs with this. There are, there's ease in it, and sometimes it's really difficult. But for me, this is where I get most of my information, is that time when I sit down each morning just to allow spirit to speak to me. What do I need to know today? And that's so important. Um, it's a commitment. It's just a commitment. And so... You know, whether you decide to jump onto this now or later, if we're having this conversation and it's resonating with you, my guess is that this is something that you can dive into, that you can try. For me, this has been a source of so much joy and so much comfort because even when I wake up exhausted, like I've not gotten enough sleep or I have so many things to do, this little bit of time, sometimes it's 10 or 15 minutes, sometimes it's an hour. It centers me, it grounds me, it gets me settled in so I can listen to what I need, I can absorb the information that I need, and I can move forward in my day in this really calm, centered, grounded, grateful, aligned capacity. 
And it's a way to really kind of tune out the noise. You know, we say meditation, quiet your mind and just allow yourself to be. I know how hard it is to quiet your mind. My mind goes 24-7. My mind wakes me up at night or used to, not so much anymore, but used to. And so the idea of being able to be still for a while and just allow your thoughts to zone out and allow spirit to speak is an amazing way to get yourself settled and start your day. Eventually, it becomes very, very clear. It becomes evident that the words you write are either your own or not your own. And I say this with with loving kindness. It took me a while. Um, I kept thinking, wow, I didn't know I knew that. I didn't know I, I could write that way. I couldn't express myself this way. And then I was kind of taking credit initially because I didn't understand the process. I didn't get what was going on. And then it became very clear that these are not my words. These are not my sentences. This is not my vocabulary. This belongs to someone else, and I am just being the transcriber. I'm the scribe. I'm taking the notes. Um, It's channeling through me, which is why we call it channeling. It's not my information. And it took me probably maybe up to two, even two months of doing this to really understand because I didn't know what channeling was. I just knew I was supposed to get a journal and write. End of story. And so it took a while. It took a while for me to really wrap my head around how it worked and how these higher vibrational beings could speak through me. And when I went back to really read the, ch- the messages that I had channeled, I quickly realized this is not my stuff. <laughs> this is not, these are not my words. This is not my vocabulary. I don't speak that way. And it was fascinating. And when we kind of open our minds and allow, there is so much wisdom out around us and within us, but we don't always stop to allow it to come forth. And so I am here offering you this podcast today because I believe that there is so much wisdom, again, within us and around us, but how do you access it? How do we get in touch with that spirit, with divine wisdom? This is one way to do that. Writing, channeling, journaling is one way, and it's really an easy way to access that information. And so these are some of the tips. This is the way I work. This is how I have worked since 2013 um, as a channel and divine wisdom. And so, you know, when I work with clients, I open up to their divine wisdom, to their spirit guides, to their entities, to their high vibrational beings that surround them to do their work. And I communicate with their divine wisdom source. And it gets a little cloudy, and I understand it sounds a little like there's gray areas, but divine wisdom knows exactly what we need as we need it. We are offered the information at exactly the right moment. Doesn't mean we always understand it. Doesn't mean we always can compute it, make sense of it. But what it means is it comes into our awareness at exactly the right time, and then gradually our vibration notches up, and the information is right in front of us, and we go, oh, now I get it. Now that makes perfect sense to me. And so we are never offered information that we are not ready for. 
We are never offered information that does not serve our highest good in the moment. It does not happen, right? We are in alignment. And when we are in alignment with source energy, there is nothing that happens that is out of alignment because our guides are here around us to ensure that we have the information we need. So I would encourage you, if this becomes part of your practice, um, in the morning, if you're doing your channeling work in the morning, pick a time, maybe it's right before you go to bed, or maybe it's the following morning before you open to channel again, reread what you wrote, because it will have profound effects upon you. I had um, those first few years when I first started channeling, I would write for an hour, like I would flood page after page after page with information and my husband would be my proofer. He would go back and reread. After I'd written, he would read at some point through the day. And he would give me like the cliff note version of what I had written because I had no desire to, to read it. I only wanted to channel and write it. And now I've gone back and reread all of them and I, I am amazed. But in the moment, it was a lesson for me to learn to channel, to learn to write, to learn to accept the messages of these higher vibrations. And maybe it was the plan that it was his learning. I don't know. But it definitely, we had a pattern going. And so you will too. You'll find your pattern. Um, so that's how it works. Your higher selves gives you learning. And it gives you learning that is past, present, and future. And it is so very important that if this podcast is resonating or if you know someone who would benefit from it, I would encourage you to, um, to share it and to really kind of let the information settle in your soul and then maybe make a trip out and pick up a, some pencils or some pens and a journal. Um, pick up a special candle that you're only going to light when you sit down to look for divine wisdom and to start your channeling. But it starts with ritual, and it starts with the idea of creating a ritual. And it's really important that we accept and open to divine wisdom. And maybe you call it spirit energy, and maybe you call it the, the, the information from your guides. Maybe you, I, I, it doesn't matter how you name it or if you even name it. But what matters is there are entities and beings far beyond our knowing. And if we don't open to that, we keep ourselves small in this 3D realm. We don't allow our vibrations to soar. We don't open to new clarity or new information. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do is just open to it and give it a try. Try something new. And if channeling sounds like something that resonates with you, then just try it. And know that you are not alone in your ability to be a channel. And if it comes to you that you have written something that is amazing and you know it is not your work, that's when you know you're channeling. And you can say, oh my gosh, I did it. Like I accepted divine wisdom. I opened to a higher source energy and I accepted a message. And you will know. I guarantee you will know. You will look back at something you had written and you will say, wow, that is not my word. That is not something. There have been times where I've had to actually get the get a dictionary and look up words because I'm like, I don't even know what that word means. I don't even know how to spell it. And my husband would laugh sometimes at my spelling because, you know, I'm writing what I hear. And sometimes I use the wrong 
word um, because I'm just simply writing what comes through. And you write like the wrong here, H-E-A-R, here, H-E-R-E. I'm not paying attention to the context, right? So I'm just writing the word. And I, I knew, and grammatically, those things would drive me totally insane if I was, you know, writing for myself, writing my own stuff. But when you're channeling, you're not always paying attention to the context. So I would always laugh too when I made those kind of errors. I knew that I was in the zone and the messages were really authentic. So anyway, I'm sharing this today because one, I was guided to, and two, I believe that someone out there needs to begin channeling. It's, it's time. It's time for all of us on the planet to be opening up to higher vibrations, to bigger things, and why keep yourself small? Why stay, stay in your own little 3D realm when there's so much more out there? I read something recently that we only use like 4% or 6% of our brain, and I believe that this is part of that. There's so much more that we have access to, and we just don't. And so this is one more way to really open up to more wisdom. And that's all I've got for you today. I will be talking more about this ebook on channeling in a future podcast. If you are following me on social media, you'll see some of it there. And I hope you are healthy and happy and whole. I'm going to put some links in the show notes today about some upcoming events, um, how you can hop on and do um, a Thursday Alive Yoga Zoom with me if that interests you wherever you are in the world. And I will put the retreat information up there in case you are interesting, interested in visiting us here at the Sylvan Well for our Nourish Retreat in September. And there's so many good things going on. And I hope that you are feeling blessed and feeling alive right now. And I hope you will take some time to really start some new rituals, form some new patterns, some new habits, and just be open to all the things that may be presenting to you soon because we're all opening to new things. All right, that's today's podcast, my sweet friends. I hope it resonates with you. If it does, please subscribe, please like, please share it, and we will talk again soon. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening.